Yes, today I'm joined by Dolly Sports Network NBA analyst Scoop B. Robinson. Scoop, what's going on, bro? Working my tail off, man. Thanks for having me. How are you? No problem, man. Welcome back and joining us NBA season, man. You got a lot, of, a lot of couple surprise teams, especially the Warriors. They came out of nowhere this year. They ain't got Clay back yet. <laughs> Yo, that's um, I I don't think it's necessarily a surprise for me, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Um, I think that the Warriors are in a very similar situation um, that LeBron and the Lakers were in after year one of um, LeBron's tenure with the Lakers in that, if you remember, it was that Christmas game against the Warriors where you heard it's growing and then the Lakers didn't make the playoffs. And then the following year they ended up going to the finals and winning it. And then when you look at the Warriors, I think that the Warriors similarly, when you look at Steph and you look at Clay and Draymond, you know, they went to the finals in 2019, a year that everybody expected LeBron and the Lakers to go. And, you know, they were without Kevin Durant, who was banged up. And so I think what you're seeing is you saw the playing tournament last season. You just saw – Guys kind of just recalibrating. And, and right. I think that when you look at what the Warriors have done, the bubble, um, the, the, the season before that, um, and just over time, they've been able to kind of rest and get their, get their, their bearings straight. And um, right. I, I also just think that the West has kind of caught up, like at the, in that they've caught up with Warriors. They, they've changed their style and their personnel, where it's positionless basketball and the centers – uh, can can have some guard skills, and but also they get right. caught up with LeBron and the Lakers. You know, you need three stars to compete. It was two stars yes. with LeBron and the Lakers two seasons ago. So uh, I, I say all that to say, no, Clay hasn't returned. And when they do, Jordan Poole has been a surprise for many. Yes, um, the Suns also were a surprise. They went to they were a small market team that went to the finals, and people thought it was a fluke. Chris Paul is getting better with age. He is that bottle of 1980 wine that's sitting that back, and you finally popped that cork open. So here you go. Definitely. Another addition, the Warriors picked up with Gary Payton II. I love his strength. I love his um, toughness. His defense is crazy like his dad. He brings a, a element off the bench that they're definitely going to need as, as the season goes on. Oh, definitely, without a doubt. Also, man, COVID is really ugly head again. The Bulls are going through it. That the last next two games have been postponed by the league for great reason. No one has outbreak over the whole league. We definitely, we definitely want that again. But the Bulls before before the before COVID, they were balling. The chemistry is crazy, and Demar Rosen is a natural fit with the Bulls. I know you're very familiar with the Bulls. What's your take on the Bulls and the situation? Um, I, I look at the Bulls at large. I mean, they're they're a third place team. Um, and they they surprised many. They didn't really surprise me because um, right. when you look at um, just Lonzo Ball and his impact on that team, comparatively, it can, can be early in the first quarter of the season. It reminds me of the impact that Drew Holiday had on the Bucks last season. And ironically, they both came from the Pelicans organization. Right. Um, they, they're better on their on their next team. And and I think that when you look at the Bulls. I mean, you got ten cases, and it's kind of the the, the 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 final straw came when Zach Levine uh, tested uh, in, in, in protocol. So, right. you know, the Bulls had a similar situation last season, if you recall, just with COVID and guys having to stay behind in Washington and all of that stuff. So, uh, it, it poses this question, and I have always felt this way talking amongst friends. The, right. the NBA needs to have another bubble, in my opinion. Um, last year was a shortened season. 
yeah. and you know there was all the deals of the bubble in, in Orlando and all of the things that come with that and uh, it's, it's it's you know with the new strain that's now in the U.S. and we're having a full regular season, 82 game season, and 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 it started really in Charlotte the week before this one where about four guys were infected. So it's it's a it's a steady steady progression, and 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 it, it poses some questions. Can we function the rest of the season like this? And even from a perspective of you know the winter time, and uh, you know every every city is not a warm city. Some cities are cold. Right. But the thing that the thing that remains true through and through is um, holiday time uh, and 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 families visiting and family. You, right. you can't police where people are twenty four seven and who they're around and 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 I think that um, it poses the question: Does there need to be another bubble? I say yes, um, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, we definitely will see because as season progresses, we need to have this toward playoff time toward June because certain teams might lose certain players like now. And we all know that how that's going to play out. Everyone needs yes. everyone, everyone on our team to be healthy, especially to get a championship run. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay. Kyrie Irving, speaking of COVID, there's a report came out by Sounds that um, Kyrie might make a return. What's your thoughts on that? I know you're kind of connected with Kyrie also. Well, you know, I wrote a whole story last week um, discussing um, his options. And uh, right. a lot of it stems from um, – his level of uh, trust in the vaccines that are available. Um, there is a, there's a lack of trust in that regard, and it, it's closely tied uh, to his apprehension uh, with uh, Western medicine. Uh, right. A lot of it stems from, and please check that out at ValleySports.com. I wrote it last week. Um, right. It stems from <laughs> his lack of trust in that department. It stems from um, his uh, apprehension, particularly when he had a knee injury, his knee surgery uh, after the 2015 finals, and then right. they had to go back in his knee and repair the screws because they were infected. Um, there's, there's, there's other issues that are involved. That I don't want to spoil the surprise, but um, right. ultimately um, I posed the suggestion uh, that there, because he has a plant-based vaccine or because he's, he has a plant-based diet, there right. is a plant-based vaccine uh, that is in clinical trials that should be okay. ready around March or April and that he okay. should consider that right. um, if he's concerned about the things that are, that are in the vaccines. I also know that Kyrie has a level of uh, apprehension about the long-term effects of taking a vaccine. Right. Um, and so when you look at the NBA and there are gentlemen who have taken the vaccine, who have taken booster shots and more, um, that are still contracting COVID-19, um, you know, it, it, it's just an interesting case study on just uh, athletes and their level of apprehension and or just following what they're told. And I think right. that as we're still gathering information and more, Kyrie's been the guy that's, you know, around, still been active, still working out daily, still, um, you know, sticking to his diet and things of that sort. But uh, I know that there was a report that, that he is uh, considering coming back. We'll see. Right. Um, but ultimately, uh, it, it does come down to a couple things. One, will incoming mayor, uh, Eric Adams, uh, change the mandates as it right. relates to New York City currently being one of the most stringent uh, cities that, that, that holds such a high policy as it relates to 
uh, people who work in the city and more, and yeah. Kyrie Irving. So, um, you know, the Nets did uh, say that he they don't want a part-time player. They want right. somebody full-time. We'll see what happens. Right. One thing I understand about that is players coming come come out of town can play at Barclays, but, like, that's one thing I don't understand about that, but it is what it is. Yeah, it, it's it's confusing to many um, because you look at a guy like Bradley Beal. Uh, right. Who, who's in Washington. Washington, D.C. does not have the same policy that New York City has. I think the only city that has a similar policy to New York City uh, is, is San Francisco. Right. And, um, yeah, so it, 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 it is confusing to many people. Um, and hopefully we come to some level of middle ground or resolution soon. Definitely. And for our listeners, um, if you know what he's referencing, the grandness will be that I know you're connected because he is connected. If you want to follow him on social media, do so. He gives out great knowledge, great news, breaking news all the time. Trust me, follow him on social media. <laughs> Thank you, brother. At all, bro. Yes, we all know Kyrie Irving, man. He he's a difference maker. He's one of the, still I say top seven player in the league now. I mean, we all know what he does with the Nets all together. We have a small sample size of them together, but those three together, him, Harden, and Durant is a whole problem. We know they're going to be. I mean, Durant just put a fifty-one. I I'll be the best player on the planet. <laughs> LeBron's still there making a push. When <laughs> his performance last night was ridiculous. What, 31 shots? Was, was it 31 shots? That might be off. Might be off. But 51 points, he's such an efficient scorer. So, so efficient. Definitely. You, 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 won't get, you won't hear an argument out of me. I think he finished with 51, uh, nine rebounds, seven assists, or vice versa. Yeah. Assists, nine rebounds. It, it, was a, it was a good game. They did play the Pistons. Right. Um, but at the end of the yeah. day, they did, they, he also put up 51 points without James Harden playing yesterday. So that's impressive. Right. Definitely. Yeah, the Lakers seem to be on a roller coaster. I mean, they had some injuries early, and LeBron just went out and came back. But it's like, it's like they need LeBron on the floor. I mean, even against, like, teams like OKC, they have these struggles against them, like standing in front of players that's younger and quicker. That's something you're going to have to get something to work on going into the season, going to the later parts of the season. Because when, it, when it's title time, LeBron can't be on the floor all the time. I mean, his birthday is coming up, and he needs help. That's why they got other players there. Yeah, I mean, the Lakers are a team that is full of vets um, that are used to being the man in their respective teams, and they've also dealt with injuries to begin the season. Even without Trevor Reza, Kendrick Nunn, LeBron for parts of the season, Anthony Davis for parts of the quarter, first quarter of the season, um, you, you have brought in a new coaching, some part of a new coaching staff, uh, right. and, um, you know, you, you added pieces with David Fisdale. You lost Jason Kidd. Miles Simon is gone. Um, you, you have, uh, have um, just a multitude of, of different pieces. You brought Rondo back, uh, right. who I think, you know, was, was definitely that piece um, that they missed last season. Um, you know, you lost Kuzma in, the, in that trade. Um, right. <clears throat> you, you, you definitely are bringing in a lot of pieces. Carmelo Anthony, to me, has been one of the most consistent pieces on that team. Very true. Um, 
I think that just when I look at this team, they remind me so much of the 2006 Miami Heat team that ultimately won the NBA Finals. Okay. If if you call, you had Shaq and Wade, but you also had Alonzo Mourning, Antoine Walker, Gary Payton, um, you know Jason Williams, uh, right. Derek Anderson, and if you recall, Stan Gundy was. Uh, relieved of his duties, and Pat Riley came out of the executive suite and posted that team. And, you know, when I look at the Lakers and just their personnel on the floor, it takes a while to tinker all of those moving pieces. So I think a lot of people hit panic, um, but it's still very early. And I think, as you mentioned, many lay people did not expect the Warriors to be as good as they were. Right. In the first quarter of the season so far, many people didn't expect the Suns to be as significant. And nobody thought that the Grizzlies would impress without John Morant and Dylan Brooks playing at times. The Utah Jazz have quietly been doing their thing at the time of this recording, winning seven straight. Right. Um, you know, you, you look at – you just look at this, this overall standings. And even with the Clippers, without Kawhi, without Paul George's stretches, yeah. I mean, the Western Conference is not is not chump change. So, um, you know, I, I think that we want instant results, but you still gotta you still gotta gel. And I think the Lakers are still in this gelling period. Yeah, the West look at three to what like nine. It's like you miss you lose a game, you like you lose two spots down in the standings. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, because you, you like you look like. But the other thing is like you you look at like teams like Blazers who typically somewhere between six and eight, right? You, right. you look at – I feel like other the only surpri- – the surprise team in the Western Conference that is doing exceedingly well in the top eight, to me, uh, is the Clippers yeah. as well as the Grizzlies. The Warriors were a play-in tournament team last year. So, yeah, um, the Mavericks have, have had Luka in and out of the lineup, Porzingis in and out of the lineup. Showing ground in and out of the lineup, you know, so you've dealt with those type of injuries. But the Timberwolves started out hot um, yeah. at the beginning of the season, and now they're in ninth place. They're on six in their last ten. So, you know, it, it, it seems like, um, and even with the Nuggets, like, you know, Jokic is out, or rather Jokic is, is, is in, but I feel like if Jamal Murray was playing, they would definitely be a three or four seed. So I feel like the Nuggets and the Grizzlies are kind of playing musical chairs right now. Definitely. Over in the East, the Knicks, they started out kind of hot. Now they're like in 12th right now. So I mean, they got to get it together. You know, that's even the 15th. So, <laughs> but. King Bong, um, you know, you, you, get the, you look at the, 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 I had to do it. So you look at the Eastern Conference, right? The, the, the biggest surprise to me on paper that stands out is the Cavaliers in fifth place. Yes, the Cavs are balling. I'm like, yo, can I love making a remix of it? <laughs> but, it's, but, it's, but, it's not just, but it's not just that. You look at the Wolves. Right. You look at the Hornets, you look at the Bulls. Those are the other teams. The Bucks started out kind of slow. They're in second place at the time. Right. So, you know, you, you, you're seeing and, – and the Celtics are not where we thought they might be. So I, I think it's, it's also that. You know, you look at the bottom tier, it's also the Hawks that are in ninth place. The Hawks, yeah. you know, were in, their, in the Eastern Conference Finals last year. Crazy. That's a bust of teams. Oh, bust of my teams. Um, another report came out uh, that Simmons not doing the move finally. I think that's going to happen soon because obviously he's not going to play again. That's my opinion. I don't think he's going to play again for the Sixers. I mean, I'm not sure where they're going to send him to, but I think a move has to be made now because we, we can't wish another year 
of Embiid's prime. I mean, they need help. They need help now because they've got a lineup. They need more balanced scoring. They need to have Seth Curry over there and four cards hold down the four from three a little bit. But they definitely need a major impact on the floor and Embiid's out. He can't handle that whole, that whole load. If he gets injured, in a whole lot of trouble. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Definitely. Uh, Brandon, Scoop B, thank me, thank you so much. I'm sorry. Thank you so much for joining me again. Always a pleasure, man. You got a busy day ahead of you. Always a pleasure, bro. Thanks for your time again. Brother, thank you for the opportunity, as always, to be myself. Yes, sir. Continue the good work. As I said, once again, follow Scoop B on all social media. It won't be a letdown. Believe me. <laughs> oh, man. Thanks for joining me again. Enjoy the rest of your day. All right, brother. I'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, that was Valid Sports Network, Andy Alice, Scoop B. Robinson, joining once again. Catch you next time.